Welcome to Jiri Snacks, snackable episodes about the Jiri exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable Jiri course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast will get you 10% off our Jiri course at checkout. Also, if you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, please contact me at tyleratachievable.me with the subject line podcast topic. We would love to hear from you. Now, let's get started. So we've got Ian Siegel with us today from Streamline Learning. Ian, if you could give a little background about yourself. Sure, absolutely, Tyler. Thanks so much for having me today. I am the CEO of Streamline Learning and the author of School Sucks Your Child Doesn't, The Secret to Unlocking Your Child's Untapped Potential. Excited to dive in about mm-hmm. the topic today, um, specifically around GRE and 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 how tutors can kind of really and students transform who they are as learners just through kind of this, you know, just preparing for the test for, for the GRE, especially. Yeah, I really like this topic because I feel like the I feel like a lot of people that take the GRE are probably like me when I took the GMAT, um, which is that I had not been learning anything for quite some time. It'd been like probably like five or six years since I'd been in school. And you kind of forget how to learn, right? And particularly if you've been kind of at your job, like you've been subconsciously learning because you're like, oh, I need to do this thing that I've never done before. Okay, and then you do it, right? But you, you oftentimes have not i mean i know some people do but you probably have not been taking classes at your community college at night to increase your skills or been trying to learn a new instrument by watching youtube videos or whatever it is right like usually you're kind of just going through life and you're not consciously learning anymore so i'm I'm really curious about this topic and how you know you're probably not going to take the gre independent of going to graduate school just because you really love learning but if you are taking the GRE how you can help like essentially use it to kind of give you an opportunity to shift your mindset and your um, process around learning as an adult and absolutely and I'm not even just talking about like oh this kind of holistic oh it feels so good to be a good learner it's like literally about like learning faster and more deeply so that you don't have to spend so much time doing it right like learning at your pace and I think like maybe right. a good a good way to um uh, frame the discussion is just something really simple like 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 a very simple learning experience for example um, moving into a new house right? Like just, that's a learning experience because you know, when your old apartment or your old house, you had kind of like, you know, where everything was, you, you basically are like going by the time, like a a year or so in, you're not really thinking, you don't have to be conscious of what you're doing when you're just going through the motions that in like, you know, of your daily life living in that place. But upon moving to a new place, you're like, it's, it's like people get tired. It's like going to a new country because it's like you have to figure things out. You have to be super conscious of what's going on. You have to be present. Um, but like, you know, over time, you're in that same old house and you're like, yeah, just like I'm hardly thinking here's the, you know, here's breakfast, here's coffee, here's the next thing and just going through the motions. So like this, so like approaching the GRE is basically like, for you know, after some, some time of of not learning in that way is is like boom new new house where am i you know what do i do here and being super conscious and recognizing that's going to be a little bit tough at first and not getting not shutting down initially but like knowing that the same goal 
is is there, which is I want to get to a place where this is almost unconscious. Like I'm just like, right. you know, for like 80% of the questions, very little mental energy. I've seen these things a million times now. And, and then you're and then that allows you to get really high score scores because then you can devote all your time and energy to those incredibly tricky problems that, you know, show up once in a while. Um, and I think that's like that kind of awareness is step one to, to really kind of allowing the process to, you know, like help unlock your brilliance and all that, because it's like, otherwise a lot of people shut down. They're like, ah, shit, I suck at the GRE. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like actually pursue this. Maybe I shouldn't even pursue graduate school instead of being like, oh, this is like, this is a real learning experience. I'm back, you know, and like recognizing that kind of that challenge and the excitement that can come when you finally get there. Mm Hmm. Right. Well, and I think also there's there's the mindset piece of it because like I don't feel like people maybe look at this as like, oh, this is a challenge that I will be better for having overcome. They kind of look at it like it's a chore. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> do you have any sort of advice around like reframing that? You know, um, I think one, one, you have to really believe in like in not just the the score, like the outcome being the thing that counts. I mean, you're really going to improve your reading and problem solving abilities through the process. Um, so that's important. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that, and again, this is something that's hard for people to really um, wrap their minds around in terms of like really believing in it when they're on one side of the fence, as far as kind of feeling like they're in the, they're like, life's a chore. Like, like, you know, they don't wake up excited about the day. They wake up like, oh God, I got so much shit to do. Um, like, like, but, right. to, to, but once you get to the other side of like, hey, life's kind of good, right? Then you start to actually realize the best part of life is what's called empathic learning, which is learning by thinking ex- like from someone else's perspective, right? Another species right. in the case of, in the case of the GRE, it's the test maker's perspectives and other test takers' perspectives. Because you, if, when you have not just your knowledge base, but you are triangulating what the test makers are kind of like considering while they're creating the questions and how they're trying to get people to miss. And then you remember that there's other people taking the test, not just you, and that they have their own kind of knee-jerk responses that, that are also playing into what the test creator is trying to do. Then you have a couple more um, tools in your toolkit to to you know really triage and find like oh this is you know like from three different perspectives seems like the right answer not just my own and and then you realize that like especially for smart kids you recognize how little you actually freaking do that that you're really kind of focused on your perspective and rules that seem like you know like established conventional wisdom stuff and you're like you're really like doing not realizing that all of life is basically an agreement between people, you know, and like that what right. we decide is important and everything is like, this is us coming to common ground and like in thinking about others' perspectives. That's why we created those rules. It's never getting to that point. But when you get there, you're like, whoa, because then that, that, that plus the reading abilities that change, plus the problem solving abilities that, that change. When you incorporate all three of those things, different person, different kind of ability to navigate the world. Like you stop making so many damn mistakes, picking the wrong answer in life. <laughs> and I think that's the thing that like people don't realize because school doesn't teach you that stuff. 
mm-hmm. working on the GRE, you're like, okay, maybe this is like for even if I don't end up in a graduate school program, you know, maybe this is gonna like honestly make you better in the workforce if you end up, you know, starting your own company or, or joining one. I think that like it's it's something that's so essential because like for example, like you know, I know Elon Musk is a lot of very controversial figure now, but I, I know someone who works at SpaceX that for one of his companies, and he's saying like, first of all, everyone's a freaking you know genius here. And then everyone is required not just to be an, a complete expert about their about their corner of the company, but the but the you know the closest intersecting points for like other corners of the company, they should be at least like sixty percent of the way there, you know, thinking mm-hmm. from the other person's perspective as they think about their own, so that so that things really gel. And the, the biggest problem is that like with learning is that people systematically don't do that. There's like it, it's because it seems like school just like. You know, by, by the time you're done with college, it's like, I don't, even though like theoretically it all makes sense, there's no practice doing that. And so it doesn't become integrated, habituated, but either as tutor or student through preparing for the GRE, for example, you can come back, realize that like, you know, truth is just, you know, two people coming to common ground, reconciling their perspectives and doing the best they can to pick to pick the right answer in life on the test period, and I think it's just something that like a lot of people preparing the test like could be tutors, you know, like I mean because not just not just that experience, but also to like to recognize to like deeply connect with someone is like and and incorporating learning in that same moment that makes learning so much more memorable, so much more meaningful, and like it's like even if like even if like the information I'm learning doesn't matter. I'm getting closer to this other person, you know, and, and like, why the hell am I here on earth anyway? At least I know that, you know, there's just like so much we don't know. So I think like, it's just, it's, it's a missed opportunity for a lot of people preparing for the test. They're, they're the lone wolf kind of smart people who are preparing for a PhD ultimately often or, or masters or something. And they're like, well, I'm going to just keep on doing what I've always been doing. Lone wolf, doing my thing. Learning, learning stuff on my own, not really realizing that the exchange of information is exponentially faster. When you have someone who's like a great mentor and cares about you, knows how you think, and is, and is asking the right questions to pull you to new awareness and help you integrate that awareness so that you're like, you're just a magician on the test or what you should be. So I think, I think it's something mm-hmm. some people should consider. Um, is, is just like thinking about this test as a learning experience and not just to learn something but it changed them as a learner, you know? Yeah. Well, and I like this uh, note that you have about how it can be a mirror, like that you rarely get into kind of your own learning style and your own, you know, strengths and weaknesses, both just as a learner and kind of in general. Yeah. Um, Because in the working world, like you're, you're not really getting challenged all that much, probably. Like you, you might be getting, your boss might want you to like work harder, but at least in my experience, and I don't know, I've been in marketing and sales, so your mileage may vary, but in my experience, your boss is rarely challenging the way that you learn things and challenging like your thought, like the way that you think about problems, right? Um, If they are, that's probably great, right? But I just, I just feel like that's been pretty rare, right? It's more of kind of like a, Hey, you need to, you know, you need to do X. And if you're doing Y, switch to doing X, right? Like not like the, there isn't like a Y behind it. And so, 
the GRE gives you an opportunity to kind of see yourself in the mirror. Uh, I would love if you could elaborate on that. Absolutely. Um, just so to kind of build on what you were saying, I, you know, the book Traction comes to mind, which is a book about like how you get lift off with a like a, you know, like a million dollar company. How do you like build it from there? And, you know, it's focused on the idea that like, you know, the employees that should be filling the roles in your company should be capable, ready and want it. Meaning there's no learning that needs to happen. You know, we're in other mm-hmm. words, we're, we're basing kind of our success in businesses on we don't have to learn that much because really that's a big bet these days. Right. Like to like that someone's going to learn. Yeah. You know, that's like, actually like, such a good point. Like when you're looking at, I, I had this frustration when I was applying to jobs in a new field, right? Cause I switched from, um, I switched basically from sales to marketing, uh, midway through my career. And I switched to marketing in the video game industry and everybody wanted experience marketing in the video game industry already for like entry level jobs. <laughs> like it was so hard for me to get in the door just because it was like the hardest thing was like they just wanted me to have already gotten in the door yeah right and i i feel like that's just and, and it didn't matter if i had relevant tangential experience in a different field it's just like really corporate america is so like de-risking when it comes to like work experience but like learning on the job is actually in a startup usually it's a huge part of it I mean, which which ultimately is so like stunting because like my best ideas have been just stealing them from other industries, you know, just being like, oh, yeah, you know, real estate, very similar to tutoring. What's what could I do there? You know, I, I think like that, that kind of stuff is ridiculous, but also just like baked in. Right. So I and, and the thing is. I, I know this might be controversial, but, you know, based on my, the book of the, the, the title of my book, like, you know, like school, same thing, you know, it celebrates what mm-hmm. you already know. You know, the kids who are like the teachers love the most are the ones that are like, you know, just killing it. Like not even trying that hard. They're like, oh my God, that kid's so brilliant. You know, they don't have that kind of uh, bandwidth to even pay attention to a kid long enough because there's 30 kids there, you know, or t- even 20 or even 15, even that. Just like to, to be like to see the actual growth that can take place and, and focus on a kid's engagement with with like the unknown rather than like, oh, here's what they already know. And let, let's celebrate that. Nice job. A's for everybody. Again, not helping at all. So by the time you're out of, co- you know, you're out of college and you've been like this your whole life, it's like this test can be like, whoa, I have not mastered that concept. Holy cow. And, and, mm-hmm. and realizing like, I mean, like, again, this is like. This opportunity could be exciting. It doesn't have to be this blow to your ego because it's like, oh, finally, I'm not just doing this BS kind of fake it stuff that, you know, just enough because I know exactly what professors want out of me. I'm actually like going for it. And and even though it's standardized, it's it's something where you can go from zero to one. And that 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 actually like brings up an, this book called Zero to One by uh, Peter Thiel. Uh, or Thiel, I think. Peter Thiel. Yeah, I forget how to pronounce his name. Um um, but, but, but a very, you know, he has a good point, which is innovation, like true learning. It, it requires a lot of resources, honestly. Right. And then like the mm-hmm. meanwhile, globalization, what he calls globalization, which is like profiting on what you learn by, 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 by making it everywhere, you know, like kind of like right. that, I mean, that's what make, makes the money ultimately. Right. But you, but like, so there's no like, learning companies, you know, that are like that um, unless they're huge. And they're just a part of Google or part of, you know, like these different kind of part of meta, right? These is because they have so much money. 
they can actually learn. And meanwhile, like, and meanwhile, we're not learning and not, not at that pace. I mean, it's scary, but machines are learning so much faster than us at this point. Like the, like the bend right now. Um, oh my God. Just like alpha go these like AI kind of neural networks. I mean, they're willing, I mean, they all start stupid, right? Like, and they're not worried and, and they have no kind of emotional concern with it because they're machines. But uh, I think that right. it's like, it's, it's, it's interesting how this can be a dynamic mirror. I don't know if you've seen AlphaGo, this uh, this movie about um, the, the AI neural network that went from chess to the, the game Go, um, which is you know one of the most. I've heard of it, yeah, because for a long time I played Go a little bit, um, and the Go maxis basically said that Go is a better game than chess because the AI hadn't beaten it yet. Well, then the AI beat Go too. <laughs> it's not really that hard. The, the documentary out on it is so compelling and it's and it's exactly about what we're talking about is just in terms of go the best go player in the world loses three out of four games to this machine the game it won was because it learned from the machine something that had the guy had never learned from another player because the machine acted like a dynamic mirror to him you know so so it was like he's the oh, best player in the yeah. world. And and it's just completely incredible that that he could he he went a step further in his in his abilities because of his competition with this machine this kind of dynamic mirror just like the test can be for a lot of people and and it's just it's it's right. like people need to realize that like that's what's so special about the experience it's not just like I suck if I don't get this right it's like no no that this you know Chinese genius who's playing this game. Is like he gets downtrodden too about getting you know his ass whipped by a machine, but like at the end of the day, it was this like the lesson that he took. It was like he like he's crying afterward. It was emotional. Like like not just him. Like like China is crying. It was nuts. Like because of this mm-hmm. like incredible moment of like learning again, you know, of like thinking, you know, realizing that. And I think it starts with realizing that like just like you know the smartest kid in the class doesn't know everything. You know, humans don't know everything. Like, we're, we're, we have a mm-hmm. long way to go, but there's this kind of cockiness that we try to cling to to try to make us feel safe and all that. when we don't really know shit. So I, I think that, like, le- letting that be okay and, and going after something that's hard is a great experience. So good starting point. You know, if it's not, if it's not Go versus, like, AI intelligence, well, let's start with the GRE, you know, and, and like, be okay right. with that. Because there there's, like... At that level, right? Like, you know, we're, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about the GRE, no big deal. Right. Well, and the GRE also has this um, thing about it where, you know, you're basically competing with all the other people that are taking the GRE in order to get a high score, right? Because it is curved to an extent. And then also, you know, if you get a perfect GRE score, that's like less than 5% of people like on earth and probably a, a reasonable portion of those people are jeery tutors <laughs> that are taking the tests for practice. Sure. Right. So it's, it, it, there aren't a ton, like it, when you, once you get out into the work, when you're in college, you know, you have leaderboards, right? Like you're, it's you and your classmates or whatever. And, and, or like where you and your classmates get jobs and things like that. But then when you get out into the world, those leaderboards, like, they are really kind of scattered, right? Like, it and become a lot more disjointed and it becomes things like, you know, inside your company, like, you know, who gets promoted or 
out yeah. with your friend group, you know, who has what job and those things are super asymmetrical, right? Like I have some friends that like have done very, very well in their careers and like, are they smarter than me? Did they, were they in right place, right time? Like I'll never know. Right. And, you know, I, in a, in a we, sort of ego fulfilling way, <laughs> if you, the GRE is kind of a pure test, right? And it's not, it's you versus the world kind of. Yeah. Um, and then that, test also gives you the opportunity to really reflect on what you're learning and yeah. reflect on your own skills and your strengths and weaknesses. I also really liked this idea that you had um, about if you enjoyed the GRE experience or do well on it, you should consider becoming a tutor. And I'd love yeah. if you could talk a little bit more about that. Well, that, that's what the amazing thing is as a tutor that I've experienced is that like you join the test as part of the dynamic mirror to the student, right? Once you've mastered it, right? Then, and you've also yeah. not only, and you've mastered kind of like how to like the Socratic method, how to ask the right questions, not not just feeding students stuff and, and mastered kind of like basic kind of like how do I interact with different kinds of students? Let's say that's all mastered, right? Mm-hmm. It's this incredible opportunity to join the test as part of it and make that dynamic mirror even more dynamic. Um, it, it, that's it, because like the, the chance to one, I mean, well, first of all, if you haven't mastered, it can help you get there much more quickly, you know, like just, it's just exponential because you are automatically thinking from someone else's perspective, right? Like it, it's training mm-hmm. your brain to do something that's so important on the test itself, right? And that you're, and then you're doing it then. And then, but, but then secondly, I mean, tutoring is one of the few things in the world where you can start off having a bad day. Then by the end, after a day of tutoring, feel better, not like kind of exhausted by work because you're engaging with people who are learning and it's just, I don't know, it's just, there's something human about it and something about how like there's like for, for, you know, thousands of years or like even, you know, like million, I guess like, you know, like human existence, it was always apprenticeships, you know, like it's like, it's suddenly we're like, no, now we're going to industrialize it and, you know, feed you guys information and has never felt right for a lot of people, I think. And and the idea to at least be on one side of the coin, either tutor or student, incredible opportunity to kind of be reacquainted like with how fast you can learn in that situation. And also just like, you know, right. the human quality of it. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I really like that comment about apprenticeships because I do I do agree that it's like we've kind of replaced any kind of education in the workplace with more of like a cog and cog hole kind of model except right? for the Where best companies like, i mentioned bain yeah. earlier they do apprenticeships like imagine the, the most successful like consulting companies i wonder what they do you know like yeah they do that you know they're not they're not saying hey sit down in a classroom guys they're like it's apprenticeships and and right or they're not saying oh if you have two years of restructuring experience then we'd like you to join our junior restructuring team <laughs> and be a cog right Right, right. Like they, they trust that they're picking great people and then they, they're investing in those people at the level that they know changes people at a dramatic level. I think a lot of the unfortunate reality is a lot of schools like we can't spend that much money because we don't even know it's worth it, you know? And, and so like, which is like a real tragedy because it's like, we're literally prioritizing an institution that's imperfect that humans created over humans themselves. You know, like, 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 which, which we don't even understand how humans' brains work. You know, like, we, we hardly understand the brain. 
We understand what school is, and we're like, yeah, this is what counts because we understand it. But it's like, no, it's, it's so dumb. It's like, it's, it's like, especially with how government spends money, it's just insane. Because, but anyways, I, I think that every everybody who's 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 practicing in the GRE should tutor either the GRE or another test because just that simple act of understanding how someone learns who's in front of you will make you realize the, the crap that you're doing that's impeding your own learning process in the test and, and broadly in life. Right. Yeah, I think one way that um, could be a really easy way to, to actually implement this and beneficial kind of by both directions is if you and a friend are taking a GRE at the same time or even if it's a stranger, right? Like you could probably post this on Facebook Marketplace, but you just do like a tutor exchange where sure. you tutor them on, on, you know, whatever it is and they tutor you and just, yeah, you're both learning the material, but you know, is there, you, it's very likely that one of you is better at one section than the other. And even if that isn't the case, at the very least, you know, you're going to each other kind of, you have a set time and it's like, hey, I can't figure out this problem. And then you can talk about it. Right. And I think even that like is a big step up from just lone wolfing it, like you said, and just studying on your own and, and, and absolutely like completely solo. That reminds me of like tutoring right out of college. Like, you know, I'm not, not like I have much experience, but just the idea of throwing myself in that, that experience, boom, I guess what I have a brain set to learn. It works. I don't need to be like, like have a special certification to become a tutor. It's just like, it's just doing what you're supposed to do naturally as a human learning from another person one-on-one. Right. And, and so like people can do that. Or they could, you know, they could join us, Streamline Learning. I mean, like, we are professionals at helping people, students and tutors, you know, be like their self, themselves, like they're, what they're supposed to be as learners, right? Like, that, that's the promise, like, that of our company. It's not just for the students. It's for the tutors who are, like, want to learn to learn again. Because if, if you guys were like me, you know, and just, like, kind of cocky and kind of defensive, then you're probably not learning that fast, to be honest. And, like... And it wasn't until like I tutored like a genius seven-year-old who put me on my ass that helped me realize like how terrible of a learner I really was. And that was like one of my like first authentic learning experiences. Um, And I think that can happen to you. You know, you get a bright kid who's you're tutoring or something like that or or a bright peer. I mean, and you're like, whoa, I need to like, I need to know, I need to know this better than this person. Um, and, and you realize kind of the gaps that are there and you're, and you feel them. You're like, you you won't forget them because you're like, it's not just for you. It's the person who might be losing trust in you who's sitting across from you. Um, and, and that suddenly becomes right. a much, much bigger thing that's harder to ignore. Well, and I think there's also, um, I think also that if you are t- tutoring someone, even if they're like a savant and maybe they even are better at this topic than you are, no matter how, no matter that relationship, I still feel like you can add value to them simply by being a second opinion on how they're thinking about things and also just like what their conclusions are. Because very like, it's almost always the case that anything that you do or think can be improved by a second set of perspectives. Definitely right? that. And and there's just like going to always be like a ratio between who's learning more. Sometimes the tutor might be learning more. Sometimes the student might be learning more. 
obviously if the the parents are paying for the student to learn you know learn then not a great idea thing that you're taking this as a huge opportunity to learn but that is like the reality of some tutor you know tutoring that transpires is that people are learning as they go and you know figuring it out from there so you know it's 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 something that like for example for me i would say that in a typical like tutoring situation i'm at least like learning 5% and the other person's learning 95% at least i'm learning something about how this person learns or behavioral stuff or something but i'm always like trying to get something out of it because if i don't lead by example the the other person might just like like not really like not follow my lead like i mean they'll they'll, they'll go in a different direction so I think like like you know same idea just like I'm gonna use this as a learning experience so I'm gonna learn about you. It opens the person up also to to um, learning faster as well. Yeah, exactly. And I and I think there's just a lot of benefits in general to changing your mindset and your approach to the GRE to take these things into account. Definitely. Great. This has been GRE Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Ian Siegel from Streamline Learning. And Achievable has a great online jury course, and you can get a free trial of it at achievable.me. If you like it, don't forget to use the code podcast to get 10% off at checkout.